entrepreneurs so on born that brew. You are now listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's grow. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Adam McChesney, and I want to thank you for being here today. We are live from Half Coast Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you to Half Coast for this amazing setup and sponsoring the show. If you are looking to start your podcast or take your current one to the next level, then you need to come check these guys out. Contact them today for a free consultation. If you're listening, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on Apple. We would love for you to share this on social media by tagging me, and this way we can get this incredible content out to more people. Today, we have yet another great episode lined up for you. She and I have been connected for quite some time online through Apex, but first connected earlier this year after I was on her podcast and then officially met at MDM back in June. She's a two-time best-selling author, speaker, and coach on a mission to empower leaders to pivot their businesses, slay their goals, and enjoy the freedom that comes with success. My guest today is Jessica Dennehy. She is a former Wall Street regulator. Jessica started her entrepreneurial journey 10 years ago when she opened up a brand of luxury barbershops called Mad Men. Now through her company, Pivot and Slay Consulting, Jessica empowers entrepreneurs to scale their businesses and step into their CEO power. Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, to have you on. (laughs) Been seeing all of the things that you have going on between the events that you're throwing in New York and the just all of the content you have going out. It's phenomenal. So I'm excited to, to have you on and, and dig into uh, to your story here today. Thank you so much for that compliment. I love hosting events, so it's been a real fun experience for me. I bet. I bet. It looks uh, it looks phenomenal. And I, I see a lot of buzz about it from people in my network. So I know you're making some noise. As for our guest, as always, we like to compare the journey of our guests to that of the beer brewing process, thus the name Entrebrewer. So the first piece we like to start out with is the history behind our guest, but starting from kind of where we're at right now. So tell us not only where you live, but what you do right now, and then we'll work our way backwards from there. Okay, cool. I like that because that's different. Um, I live in New York in Long Island. I'm about 10 minutes away from the beach, which I love, and I showcase on my Instagram and social medias a lot. And the reason I do that is because I am really passionate about entrepreneurs getting out of the hustle on the ground level of their business and really pushing themselves up to be real CEOs of their companies where they're working on the vision and they're not in the hustle every day. And I want to show them that it's possible because I run a big company and I am at the beach 90% of the time because I can work from anywhere and I can do what I need to do for my businesses without working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I see a lot of small business owners who are trying to level up their businesses and don't realize they cannot do that if they're constantly inside the grind. So what I am doing right now is I am hosting monthly entrepreneur meetups and I am speaking on a lot of stages across the country, getting my message out there because I want to inspire and motivate people to do just that is find their freedom. Freedom can mean so much. Um, and as entrepreneurs, I think it's important to not just acknowledge that you have time freedom, but also freedom to be who you are and bring that unique energy into your brand. I love that. And I, I, I can see 
in the content that you're posting, like your true happiness and freedom. And it gets me excited. And I'm sure it gets most people excited that are, that are watching and that are potentially feeling stuck or they might be in a rut. Is there a particular moment in your life kind of when that shifted and when you were like, hey, I want to do the things that I love to do and kind of step into this new role? Because obviously I'm sure it probably always wasn't like that. I've always had a real zest for life. I mean, I think I was never very well suited for a corporate job, even though I had one, um, because I am, I'm someone who likes to push the envelope. So I like to just, you know, be who I am at all, at all times and not really worry about what people think about that or how it's going to come off and just kind of be me and showcase me. And, um, I think so. I always had that inside of me and I never really understood how to make that happen in life because we're always told, well, we have to blah, blah, blah. And then we should blah, blah, blah. And then the next thing we should do is blah, blah, blah. And we're always following these shoulds and, um, not really like focusing on what it is that makes us happy. So for me, happiness always came from experiencing things with people and I love to go out and make memories. That's how I show love. And that's how I want to receive love. And so that was hard to juxtapose to my legal career, which was full of non-lovey things and non-experiential things because I was basically holed up in an office all day. And so I think for me, like it was just that tugging at my personality, like my natural flow that ended up getting me um, into entrepreneurship in the first place. That's awesome. I love the, you know, I've been in corporate America or in the job that you just don't like to do and you feel like you can't break out of it or you have to follow a certain suit or follow a certain set of rules. So what got you into entrepreneurship and kind of walk us from getting into entrepreneurship up to where you're at today? Before I answer that, I want to say something to what you just said, which is to me, like freedom is a mindset, like the, just the desire to want to have autonomy in every single way is a, is a mindset. And if you really, if you feel that deep inside of you, you'll figure out the way to make that happen for you, but you have to like push out the noise of everybody else telling you how to conform. Um, so for me, I didn't think, Oh, I want to be an entrepreneur because I think to people who are not business owners, that word is so vast and broad. No one really knows what we do. And there really isn't a great description of what we do because we kind of do it all until we don't have to do it all. And there's really no word that defines that. So I was just, I had dreamt of being an attorney for my, my, all my childhood. And I'm pretty well suited for that because I like, I like to get deep with people and get into like, why, but why do you feel that way? But why did you do that? And you know, like, I like that. So I think me asking a lot of questions, everyone always is like, you should be a lawyer. So that's what I did. And I loved it for a long time. But when I started my family to me, that was the turning point of like, what am I doing? What the heck am I doing with my life? Like when, when I look at my life on my deathbed, am I going to be proud that I work 70 hours a week in an office? Like, no, even though I love law, that wasn't like what I wanted my life to look like. So it was really the kids that made me realize I was unhappy in my corporate career. And I had a great career. 
Like I worked for the New York stock exchange on wall street. That was like my favorite, my, my dream job. I was working with great people for a lawyer. I had decent hours, believe it or not. I was making great money, had a pension, all this other stuff, great benefits, all the things people dream about. So I think until I hit that point where I wanted to start my family and be more present, I hadn't really cared so much. I was missing out on so many things. And they're the ones that drove me to understand that I was unhappy, but I didn't immediately associate that with like, Hey, go build a business. (laughs) It just kind of naturally came about. Um, it was an idea that my husband at the time had to open a brand of luxury barbershops. And I was like, well, neither of us cut hair. So that's weird. How the heck are we going to do this? But we're both really smart and we both know business. He just naturally has that, um, mentality that you need to be a visionary entrepreneur. For me, I was like fighting against my corporate persona. Like, Oh my God, what are we going to do? How I don't know, you know, the things we tell ourselves, It took me a little bit of time before I was like fully on board and in, but that's how it came about. It's just, so for anyone listening, like if you have an idea, but you don't really understand it, how to flesh it out, I would say, just do it because I'm a lawyer who can't cut your hair and I own a successful brand of barbershops. So if I can do it, you can do it. (laughs) I love that story. I think so many people think that they have to have something that they're like over the top knowledgeable or passionate about. And obviously passion goes in line with what you do, but, or they think that they have to have like a brand new product or service and they have to invent something. And the more and more I get around successful people like yourself is there's always some breakthrough moment where it's like, you want the freedom, you want all of the things that come with being an entrepreneur. You may not know it, but it doesn't have to be something that you're like overwhelming, like, like five years ago, if you would have told me I'm in digital marketing, I would have told you you're crazy. Why would I have left medical device sales to come do this? But things happen for a reason. So I really like those types of stories where it's not like, hey, I was doing this and this is what I always wanted to do. You found something that you can make into a business. A hundred percent. That what you just said is so important because you guys got to remember, this is a journey that you're on. It's not just about the destination. So the first thing you do, if I hadn't built Mad Men Barbershop, I wouldn't be able to be speaking on stage and creating events for entrepreneurs and coaching entrepreneurs because I wouldn't have had all of the tools that I needed in order to do that. So my the thing that revs me up and lights me up is helping entrepreneurs. But I had to be one before I could you know, send that great energy into other people and help them on their way. So for me, it's like a stepping stone. And if you skip that piece, you may not get to your ultimate purpose, you know, and I learned so much through entrepreneurship and it wasn't because I love cutting hair. I still don't know how to cut hair, right? The second I couldn't cut your hair. Okay. But I'm still not passionate about that particular thing, but I am passionate about growing and winning and and building businesses. And I think that's what people don't understand. Like sometimes you just need the idea, like a good idea and you can be passionate about the processes and have to necessarily be the exact thing that you're building. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. No, the, the passion, whether it lies in the process, a part of the system, a part of the business or the actual business itself is, is, is what matters. And you, everyone is going to connect with it at a different level. So I really like how you talk about that. 
would love to hear, you know, kind of the next thing we talk about is ingredients that have made you successful. So what are three things that have made you successful thus far in your entrepreneurial journey? Oh, it's so hard to pick three. (laughs) Um, I would say the number one thing that's made me successful in my life is following my gut instinct. I think that so many people have them. You're in tune with what you need, um, but you don't act on it because you don't quite understand it. I feel like our bodies, like if you think about it, right, we're born without any real intellect of the world. And we're just kind of following our gut. Like if someone holds you as an infant and you get a bad vibe from them, you cringe and cry. You don't understand why. But as we get older, we think, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, it makes sense because your body knows what's right for you before you do. And if we lose touch with that, we lose a lot of power as adults because we still have that innately inside of us. So there've been so many times in my life and my career where I just go with my gut instinct not fully logically understanding why, and it has never served me wrong. And I think many people need to hear that. Like you have this crazy power that you ignore every day. (laughs) So get back in touch with that and follow it. So that's, I think the number one um, thing that's made me successful is just my ability to trust myself and follow the intuition that I have. The second thing is that I'm on a constant quest for knowledge. So no matter how much I learn and accomplish, I always am wanting to get around people who have done the next big thing, the next something I'm looking to do, something I haven't understood yet, because I know that's how I'll keep growing. A lot of people I see, they achieve what they set out to achieve and then they kind of coast. And if you're coasting, you're going downhill because you can't coast uphill. So you need to constantly be around people who are going to push you into self-development. And that doesn't need to be money. doesn't need to be, you know, a whole 180 of your life, but just something that keeps it fresh and your brain active. So that's, I think the second thing that's made me successful is just my constant quest to learn. And the third thing, which is the hardest thing is to kind of surrender a little bit more to the flow of life and not be so controlling in the how. So a lot of times we have big ideas and we are so set, like we're going to accomplish them in X, Y, Z way. And I, for me, the thing when I've been the most successful, it has never been the exact way that I imagined it. It always was some weird, like twist and turny pivoting way to getting me to exactly where I wanted to be. So I had my sights on the goal, but I wasn't super attached to how I got there. And I think that was a big lesson for me and has made me even more successful now in being able to roll with the punches a little bit more. That's it's powerful to hear, especially that last piece about not getting so attached to the end of something or to the end because everything is is a process and, and certain goals or certain destinations are finite. And life and entrepreneurship is an infinite process. So if we're just focused on getting here or getting there, we can get really um really stuck along the way when we might accomplish something and then we're like, now what? Or a lot of people say, when as, when I make X amount of money or when I do this, everything will be okay. And then they end up getting there and they're like, okay, I'm still looking for more. There's there's more that 
that I want to get out of life. So really appreciate your insights on those three key ingredients. The next step that we talk about is kind of just the process in general. So obviously being in entrepreneurship for over 10 years, talk about some of the ups and downs of your journey and and what made you get to where you're at today. What made me get where I'm at today is my ability to pivot and be adaptable to the situation and just kind of throw caution to the wind sometimes. So by way of background, the very first barbershop I opened, we signed a 10 or 15 year lease a week before I gave birth to my first child. So I remember standing with my gigantic stomach, like at the door of the shop that we just signed a lease on and like open it up. And it's just like this teeny tiny shop and it's totally raw. And I'm like, Oh my God, I have six months of maternity leave and we've got to have a baby, figure out how to parent and open the shop in the next two months so that we can have more income. How the heck are we going to do this? And so I think that was the first time that I was just like, well, my gut is saying, let's do this. So we're going to do it. And it was like a huge risk. Um, So I feel like maybe just being more in tune with what I need, like what my body's saying to me, like, yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Just do it. And not worrying about the timing so much. And I don't mean like throw caution to the wind, like haphazardly, but trust your ability to do something great. So many people question themselves and that doubt is what makes them fail you know, like, (laughs) do you ever see these people who are just like, I could fly. And they like, you know, they just jump off into like a lake or something and they they're totally unscathed. It's the power of the mind is it's just such a a really powerful tool that we all have. The more that you believe in yourself, the more you'll accomplish. And I think that's probably the thing that led me to where I am today is just believing in my big, crazy dreams. Even right now, a couple of months ago, someone said we were at like a, an event and the speaker said, turn to the person next to you and scream out your craziest dream right now. And I turned to the person next to me and I was like, I want to be on stage with famous people. I don't know what business I have being on that stage, but that's where I want to be. Well, two months later, I got asked to speak on a stage with famous people. So I believe in the power of my own um confidence. And I think that's, what's gotten me so far. That's, that's amazing. The, uh, the manifesting of where you want to go, putting it out there to the world there, there's a lot of truth to that. And so it, it's really cool to hear that you did that. And two months later it, it came to fruition. So I, you've given a lot of great nuggets thus far, a lot of actionable or tactical strategies as far as things that you've learned along the way. But in this next part, we kind of talk about the fermentation or conditioning within a beer. What is one lesson that you would give to an entrepreneur that's looking to save years worth of mistakes along their journey? Start starting and don't be afraid of failing because if you just take action, even if it's imperfect, you're going to get a lot further than if you sit here thinking about it for longer and longer. You can't get anywhere without taking the step. And sometimes you'll trip. Who cares? What are you afraid of? 
right? I ask myself that all the time. Like, what am I afraid of? I'm afraid of embarrassment, but who am I embarrassing? I'm embarrassing myself by staying still, by not giving myself the chance to shine and the chance to win. So just get out there and do something, even if it's very tiny, one little step towards what you're working um, to become or who you're working to become or what you're looking to accomplish. And all those steps, they'll add up. One day you'll look back and you'll realize how far you've come. But if you don't take that first one, you'll never, you, you can't make it anywhere. I couldn't agree more. I think a lot of people, you know, entrepreneurs, especially the ones that are getting started, um, you know, are, are scared of failure. So to people that are scared of failure, what do you say to them and how do you, how do you process a failure? What do you determine as a failure? And then how do you overcome that? I think the only failure is when you don't learn a lesson from something. That's the way I look at it. So every opportunity to me is either a chance to win or a chance to learn. And if you look at every opportunity from that perspective, then there's really no downside. And so if someone comes to me and they say, I'm scared, blah, blah, blah. I just walk through like worst case scenario, like, and then what, and then what, and then what, like, let's get to the heart of what you're really scared of because most of us are scared to lose it all. But we don't remember, like we came from nothing. So you've been at nothing and you've created whatever you've created thus far. You could do it again. The second time is the easier time. You already did it once. The first time is the hard time. Right. So you already did the hard thing. The second time just gets easier. Like even in a group call the other day, someone said, I'm mad because I made a few missteps and now my business is back to the ground and I have to build it all over again. And I think he was nervous that the whole room would be like, how could you let that happen? The whole room was like, yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. Guess what? It's easier the second time. And he was like, it's easier. What do you mean? It's easy. Well, you already did it. You already did all the hard stuff. Now you know how to implement, just go do it. So what are you afraid of? If, if you are alone, let's say you're alone and you don't have anyone to push you stand in the mirror and just keep asking yourself, well, what are you afraid of? Okay, great. Well, what does that mean? And then what, and then what would happen and get all the way down to the nitty gritty until you finally realize like, Oh shit, I'm not really that scared at all. Let me just do this thing. Cause there's more to lose if I don't. That's an incredible perspective. And so I really appreciate you sharing that with the audience. I think a lot of people will gain some value from that. Um, I've surprisingly, like I've never really heard people talk about it's easier the second time, but, but it really is. If you think about it, because you already understand where you went potentially wrong and where you can, you know, maximize your time and get to the end result or not the end result, but get to where you were at even quicker. So I think that's amazing. Um, the last thing that we like to talk about is the distribution process within the beer, uh, just in general, which is obviously taking it to market and selling. So what is next for Jessica? I know you have a lot of amazing stuff going on, but what does the future have and hold for you? When I look at my future and I sit down and I think about it, what I see is me traveling a lot to speak on bigger and bigger stages around the world to just get my message out and make sure that people know it's okay to fail. It's okay to try. It's okay to go out there and follow your dreams and find freedom. It's okay to build a seven, eight figure company 
and be home at the beach with your family while the business works for you. It's okay. And I want to help people do that. And so when I think about my future, I see my girls, my kids, and I in like a private jet traveling the world and speaking in front of people and showing them what is possible. And I am dead set on doing that. So you'll stay tuned and watch me. <laughs> oh, I, I have no doubt that it's going to happen. It, it's just a matter of when, not if. So I have no doubt that that's going to happen. Well, Jessica, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Any last piece of advice that you'd like to share with the audience, an entrepreneur that whether they're getting started in the middle or they've been in it for years? I think just always, always keep your mind open for a learning opportunity because that's where all the juice is at. So if you do fail, sit down with yourself and just extract the lesson and make sure you understand what happened and what you can do better next time. Don't look back on it. Don't, you know, ruminate on how awful it was or whatever. Just look for the solution moving forward so that you can keep growing and learning and do a better job next time. Amazing. That's a, a great piece of advice to kind of leave the audience with. This episode is filled with great nuggets that I'm excited to get some feedback on. I really appreciate you coming on today. It means the world. I know you're super busy. I'm a huge fan of yours, so thank you very much. Can you tell the audience where they can find you on social or if you have a website, any of that good stuff that we'll put in the show notes? Of course, I've got all the things. So on the socials, you can find me at the Jessica Dennehy. I answer all my DMs and private messages myself. So hit me up on there. Uh, you can find information about my coaching program or book me for speaking either through the DMs or at my website, pivotandslay.com. Awesome. We'll have that in the show notes for the audience. Jessica, thank you so much for coming today. We really appreciate the time. Thank you. And I want to thank you again to the audience for tuning in to today's podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share our content. Leaving a five-star review goes a long way. And thank you again to Half Coast Studios. If you're here in St. Louis and looking to get your podcast started or take it to the next level, then seriously come check out what they have going on. See you all next week. And remember, entrepreneurs aren't born, they are brewed. I'm an entrepreneur, entrepreneurs are born to prove. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's-